0: Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: This is the happy hour.
0: You guys want on the happy hour?
1: Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America.
0: Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple.
1: Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert.
2: I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail.
1: And Enrique Alvarez clearing. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting, a 937 a ticket and the ticketfm.com.
2: Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 the ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and not Rico with you today. It is Austin Orman. Hello, Austin.
1: Hola. Rico How? says adios. I'll say hola. Exactly. My How, new thing. How's
2: the, how's the day, man?
1: No, it's good. Just a lot of anticipation, right? For the next couple days. Yeah. It's, it's building. We're, we're almost there.
2: We're, we're at, a, at a really exciting time because. Now we have fully transitioned to the afternoon here. Volleyball day mm-hmm. in Nebraska just hours away. I mean, if we want to, if we want to be specific here, uh, three and a half hours from about, actually three hours and, and about twenty two minutes from getting uh, Wayne State and UNK off and rolling from Memorial Stadium. There is a lot of pictures, videos other content being shown from the Coliseum where the pep rally, where the fan Mm -hmm. uh, rally, if you will, is taking place with the Husker volleyball team. And man, oh man, there's a lot of people already there. I think there's a lot of people that took a good chunk of this day off to celebrate what's going down on one stadium drive. And and it's going to be a really, really exciting day. We have a packed, and when I say packed, I mean packed show for you guys today. Uh once again you just heard Steve Taylor. He'll he'll have a show every Wednesday from 12 to 1 um on on the Airwave before us. But then uh once What's coming up on the show, you may ask? Well, we're going to do a deep dive on Minnesota here, as deep as we can here in the first 10 minutes or so. And then we're going to be joined by Ryan Burns of Gopher Illustrated up at 24-7 Sports in Minneapolis to give his thoughts on the the Golden Gophers ahead of Nebraska tomorrow and then at 1:40 p.m., we're going to sweet. We're going to do multiple uh, conversations and segments today. Uh, at 1:40 p.m. today, we're going to be joined by Connor Onion. We've heard his voice on our show before. The pr- first time was back during the Big Ten baseball tournament. Uh, Connor works for the Big Ten Network, and so he's actually going to be on the call. He's the play-by-play voice on the Big Ten Network tonight for the Volleyball Day in Nebraska and the game between the Huskers and the Mavericks. So Connor Onion of the Big Ten Network and ESPN will join us here at, in about 30 minutes as well. And then we'll do our normal crossover with Austin and Stricky to get you ready for On the Block. So plenty of stuff coming up here in a in a very action-packed hour on the happy hour. As always, you guys can chime in, 402 464 Five six eight five. The Honda of Lincoln Hotline and the Sarter Heyman text line are both open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the Sarter Heyman Jewelers live video stream. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter are all at your disposal as well. So Austin, we got our breath. Are we ready to get rolling? Let's do it. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about Minnesota here. Um because the the outside view looking in at the Golden Gophers is that they're replacing a lot, which can be valid, mm-hmm. but also they've they utilize the transfer portal to a certain extent, and especially at skill positions, they mm-hmm. brought in running back, they brought in uh, th- two wide receivers, and not to mention they return a sixth year tight end in uh, Devin Span Ford, mm-hmm. and then also a seventh year wide receiver in Chris Ottman Bell who has felt like he's been there since Nebraska joined the Big Ten Conference and has been playing them since Mm -hmm. the Jerry Kill days. But in reality, he just sat out last year with a knee injury or with a leg injury, I can't remember specifically. And so now he's back for his seventh year.
1: They're an old team. You have their depth chart pulled up, and on offense, their three projected starting wide receivers are senior, redshirt senior, redshirt senior transfer. Mm -hmm. The other transfer they got is a junior. Okay, so that's old. Left tackle... And right tackle, our redshirt juniors, left guard, center, right guard, redshirt seniors. Yeah. Old. Tight end, Brevin Spanford, like you said, old. Ethan calliak is the youngest guy in that offensive quarterback, but he got seasons last year. He got enough snaps that he doesn't feel like a newcomer. Now, it's, it's a jump going from backup to being the starting quarterback, but he's been in that system. And then the running back, Sean Tyler... Came from what I like to describe as Big Ten AAA in the MAC, mm-hmm. really good player, well, really solid running back.
2: And, and PJ Fleck actually dipped into his old program, the the good mm-hmm. old Western Michigan Broncos, and and took a couple guys from that program as well. I, I want to sit on PJ Fleck for a little bit here because um, I think he gets, and I've noticed this the more and more I'm I'm reading and gathering information regarding Minnesota he gets a really, really bad rap for being awkward and for being just a a goofy dude. Mm -hmm. But when you really dig deeper at this, he's a very good coach, and a very good coach for the Minnesota Golden Gophers because he came in there seven years ago, Mm -hmm. took a program that was mediocre at best, and has now turned them into, and yes, a weak division that the Big Ten West is, but has turned them into a team that can compete for the, the
1: division title every year. He did his job in the Big Ten West, right? He made Minnesota a legitimate Big Ten West program. Maybe not a Big Ten, you know, consistent championship player, but from where Minnesota was to where they are now, you have to credit P.J. Fleck for that. And which is more important? Which do you think Minnesota fans care about? Do you think they care about the awkwardness, not always putting on the best face, some of the, you know, critiques from the outside? Or do they care about, hey, this guy picked us up when we were down? Yeah, I, I, I mean, think they care about that more.
2: Absolutely, and you look at the trajectory. I mean, I think Nebraska fans. Let's let's put ourselves in Minnesota's shoes, mm-hmm. right? They Minnesota was was a traditional or you know a, 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 un, a usual six win team, hovering around that mark. Mm-hmm. Maybe they make a bowl game, um, but nonetheless, they weren't anywhere near the conversation that they are now. So so PJ Fleck comes in, and I think if you're a Nebraska fan, you're sitting here going, I, I just want you. just say all right if what if Matt Rule gets Nebraska on this trajectory right and, and there's something similar to this 5 and 7 in year 1 you could even i mean alter you know alter that with 6 and 6 if you'd like mm-hmm. 5 and 7 in year 1 in 2017 when PJ Fleck <clears throat> took over then 7 and 6 with a bowl game win mind you PJ Fleck throughout all of this 4 and 0 oh in the four bowl games that he's taken Minnesota to mm-hmm. 7 and 6 in 2018 then you have the big year in 2019 where they go 11-2 and two and they win the Outback Bowl. Then you have a 3-4 and four COVID year where, don't forget, they had 30 guys at one point not on the roster, and that, that team with 30 fewer guys comes into Lincoln and beats Nebraska.
1: And they controlled that game. Didn't uh, from, just win from it on start a fluke, to finish, controlled it. From start to finish.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and and one thing I want to build off of that, 2021 and 2022 are both 9-4 and four years with bowl game wins. If Nebraska's sitting there... Five years into Matt Rule, and are four and zero with four bull wins, or excuse me, four and zero in bowl games. Mm-hmm. You're thrilled. How you're could thrilled you know? Be? Because we're going to see ourselves look back and go, man. Remember where Nebraska was in 2021? They were so far down in the dumps, mm-hmm. and here we are as Nebraska fans sitting there with eight, nine, maybe a double digit win season in there every now and then. Now, one thing I want to uh, allude to, and we're going to talk to Ryan Burns once again of Gopher Illustrated up in Minneapolis. Uh, here in about you know seven minutes or so. One thing I do want to illustrate with PJ Fleck is I watched his uh, his press conference ahead of Nebraska. And the first thing that he said, people are asking questions because they're changing uh, they're changing offensive coordinators. Minnesota is now having a co-offensive coordinator style with two different guys, which I'm curious
1: to ask Ryan how that's going to work. Jay's talked a lot about that on Old School. Yes. He has a lot of the same questions.
2: And so I'm curious on how that's going to work. We're going to ask Ryan that here in a few minutes. But then also, the first thing that that P.J. Flex said, and this is something that no matter how you feel – Personally, if you got a vendetta, if you just feel awkward around P.J. Fleck, that's fine. But from a football mindset, he was. There's a lot of questions about offensive coordinator. There's a lot of questions about replacing a quarterback like Tanner Morgan, like uh, a running back like Mohamed Ibrahim, a running back like Trey Potts as a backup. A lot of questions, and he said, "Listen, those questions are valid, but our identity is as valid as well." And and something that he mentioned, he talks about the culture and the way that he's built this up to where Nebraska fans are starving for this next man up mentality and Mm -hmm. for it to actually be seen on the field. We talk about it all the time off the field, but Nebraska fans are starving for it off the field. And so Minnesota as a team, as we saw in 2020, that's that's what I wanted to go back to, when 30 guys were down. You found a way to go on the road in a Big Ten environment, which, yes, there were no fans, but you're still going on the road with the odds of roster numbers stacked against you. And you find a
1: way to control mm-hmm. the game from start to finish. That whole season is just a fascinating look. I mean, they get doubled up by Michigan in their first game of the year. Uh, they lose at Maryland by 1.45-44. They get on the board against Illinois, get smacked by Iowa, and then they finish out by winning 2 of 3. Yeah, Tough one at Purdue, tough one at Nebraska, um, and then they lose by a field goal at Wisconsin. That's a team that showed resolve, right? With everything going on in 2020, you get smacked by Michigan, you fall out of the rankings, that team could have folded. You have injuries, you have illness. You, like you said, you're down 30 guys, yeah. and you're going on the road the last two weeks of the season. You could have packed it in and said, okay, we've had enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it, we shouldn't just applaud guys for you know, playing hard. Doing their job. Doing their job, Exactly. But I think that has more to do with the identity of next band up. To yeah. your point, Nebraska hasn't developed a whole lot of that. We've been waiting on impact freshmen for so long. There aren't exactly. guys in the pipeline that are ready to take over when an established starter leaves.
2: It's it's interesting, and we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break here. It, it's interesting just to wrap up this conversation. Something that Nebraska fans they would love. This idea, and I'm not trying to make this a Minnesota love fest for what they're, how they're doing their program but, or how they're operating on a day-to-day basis, and I've never been the biggest P.J. Fleck fan by any means, but I think you have to somehow respect this story. John Michael Schmitz just graduated. He was one of the best centers in the Big Ten, but also in college football the last few years. There's a guy behind him, and I'm blanking on the name, who P.J. Fleck alluded to in his presser where he's played throughout his five years at Minnesota has played every single position on that offensive line in a backup
1: role. Was it Nathan Bow? Potentially. He's the center right so, now. Yes, so mm-hmm. it's Nathan
2: Bowe. He's a senior. He's going into his last year of college football, and he waited four or five years for this moment, for mm-hmm. this season. And Nebraska, as Austin just said, has been banking on a lot of freshmen to, to step up, right? And that's not a bad thing every now and then. However, um, at the end of the day... Nebraska fans love stories like that, mm-hmm. and that's how you truly get a program to get going. And and, and that's mm-hmm. why when you're going to replace three of your four offensive linemen and a running back and a quarterback and wideouts, you can still say, there's promise to next year.
1: That's where, I, I've said this a couple times on this show, my show, Old School too. there's a difference between teams and programs. Exactly. Teams are year-to-year, programs are really self-sufficient, they perpetuate themselves, and eventually programs need to learn and grow, right? But mm-hmm. Nebraska needs to find guys this year that start the program. And then for the young guys that do get on the field, or maybe even the ones that don't, right? Yeah. They're building that program. I don't care what this team looks like as much as I care about what this program looks like in yeah. the next five or 10 years.
2: And with that, that's why you probably hire a guy like a Matt Rule. Yeah. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to be joined from uh, the the boots on the ground in Minneapolis as Ryan Burns of Gopher Illustrated and 24 seven sports up in Minnesota joins us to break down the Gophers just a little bit deeper. Then maybe we can here in Lincoln. He'll give us a full Gopher preview. We'll talk P.J. Flick. We'll talk Nebraska's perception and how are they perceived from the outside. We'll talk about that and more with Ryan Burns of 24-7 Sports
1: coming up next on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.